Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. That really is my prayer, that you know that God is with you right now. No matter what you're going through, God is with you and he knows everything about you. And he knows what, where you are, what you're going through, what you're thinking, how you're feeling. He knows the intimate details of your life right now. I was a little while ago on a plane and sitting there for a long time by yourself, I eventually uh, struck up a conversation with the man sitting beside me. And it turned out to be a doctor, a specialist, a medical specialist. And we started talking and, and he told me about what he did. And inevitably the question comes back, so what do you do? And I always love the question and I tell them about what I do and share in faith. And he said to me, he said, tell me, does the church still hold to the idea that Jesus died, was dead for three days and then rose from the dead? And I said to him, yeah, well, that's pretty central to, to, to Christian faith to believe that we are saved by the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And he goes, oh, he said, I have trouble with that. I have real trouble with that. He said, I've come into contact with a lot of death. And he said, I've seen a lot of bodies at three days. And he said, to come back from, from that to life, he said, he said I, I, I just can't see how that is possible. That, that is too incredible. Now, the mystery of the gospel that you and I believe is actually foolishness to people who don't believe, to people whose eyes are closed that the events of the resurrection that we celebrate in this Easter season, it's foolishness to people. St. Paul acknowledges that when he writes to the Corinthians. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, he says this, For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of, of God. In other words, that there seems to be, there seems to be a, 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 uh, people fall into two groups. Those whose eyes have been opened by faith to see and to understand and recognize the power of the gospel and what it's doing. And those whose eyes have not, those whose eyes cannot acknowledge what God has done. It just appears craziness, silliness. And sometimes you meet very well-educated people and they'll stop and they'll say to you, well, you're an educated guy. How can you believe this which appears foolishness, which is and seems to be rubbish? And sometimes it's very hard to explain Christian faith, isn't it? It's very hard to explain that Christ is risen, which is the name of this series that we're doing. So how do we live? It's very hard to explain it to someone whose eyes are not seen. In the book of Proverbs, and Proverbs is a book of sayings and wisdom and in the Old Testament. And in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 4, it says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Again, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. Another translation says, and do not rely on your own intelligence. 
In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. For the Christian person whose eyes have been opened by faith, the gospel is not foolishness. It's not. It's not foolishness. It's wisdom. But the gospel for it to be real is a surrender, a surrender of our wisdom, a surrender of our intelligence to God that he's real. It's, it, it is about an encounter that we have within us that we know, we know, we know. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that God exists. I'm convinced that God loves the world. I'm convinced that God gave freedom to humanity for them to choose for God and against God. I'm convinced. It doesn't matter how convinced I am. Some of my members of my family, they're not convinced. Friends and people that I know are not convinced. Good and wonderful people, but they're not convinced. The scriptures require that the step of faith is, is, a, is a, not a putting away of our intelligence, but it, as it says, it says, don't rely on your intelligence. Faith is the surrender of our mind, the surrender of our heart, the surrender of our will to God to say, your will be done. It's mystery. If today you believe, give thanks to God, say thank you, God, because there are many other good, wonderful and beautiful people where belief is difficult, where all of this and what we do every day through these daily devotionals, acknowledging the wonder of God, to them it's foolishness. And so we who believe, we who are being saved by the power of the gospel, we need to pray for those whose eyes do not see, whose hearts cannot, uh, cannot be opened at this time. We need to pray for them so that we would acknowledge God in our life and that they would come to faith. The world is in need of your faith. The world is in need of your belief. The world is in need of your trust. The world is in need of you of you acknowledging God when many can't. That's why the scripture says we're called to be a light on a hill. A light, our life, our life is meant to shine. You can do that. You can do it exactly in the place where you are. Sometimes you can't use words. Sometimes all you can do is pray. And so why don't you today pray for our world and thank God that you see and pray for those that don't, that their eyes would be opened and that they would be open to the love and the grace and the mercy of God. Loving Father, I thank you today that you're with us. I pray, Lord God, that you would work in our lives, that you would be with us and you would show us your will. Father, come and lead us to pray for others. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.